This is the Tech Arts Network. Welcome to Church Grip, Episode 8. To IMAG or not to IMAG, that is today's topic. Church Grip is a 10-minute or less podcast about church media and technology. We're in the planning stages for our Christmas program, and just as it does every year, the topic of IMAG comes up. Let's first start off by defining what IMAG is. IMAG is just short for image magnification. This is when you use a camera in your worship space and you display that camera on screens in the room to make whatever is happening on stage larger. In most cases, IMAG is used for pastors in rooms that might be 1,500 seats or larger. And the goal is just to help the audience connect better with the speaker, being able to see facial expressions and such. In recent years, with worship spaces getting larger and larger, IMAG has become a necessity. So what are the pros and cons to doing IMAG? Of course, the main reason to do IMAG is to allow your audience to connect better with the person on stage. This is done through giving them a larger image image and allowing them to see the facial expressions that are being uh, conveyed through either the message or time of worship or drama or whatever action happens to be going on on stage. The main disadvantage to this is that you are also almost mandating whatever the audience member is looking at. Even though they have the option of looking at the stage, whatever tends to be big and the higher in the room tends to be the focus, which in most of our worship spaces, that tends to be the screen. Even if you're sitting in a spot in the room that the person may be able to see the person on stage perfectly, you will tend to find that your eye will just be drawn to whatever is going on on the video screens. So in that case, the video director is mandating what that person is looking at. Now, this usually isn't a problem during, uh, during the message when you've only got one focal point. But when we're talking about a drama or dance or maybe even worship, you are now showing that person what they're supposed to see and not letting them take in the entire experience of what may be happening on the stage. Being that IMAG can control the focus of the person in the audience, there are also times during worship where I personally like to take away the image of the stage and just go to lyrics and maybe a graphic background that really kind of shows the people in the audience that maybe they, maybe it's not time to be focused on the people on stage, the worshipers on stage, but maybe it's time for them to be more focused on worshiping the Lord. And I find that IMAG can sometimes be a distraction in this area. So let me talk about some guidelines that I use to determine whether or not I should be using IMAG at a particular time during a service or IMAG at all in a particular room. First, let me state if I had my preference and I was in a room where I felt like every seat had a pretty good view of the stage and could get a good view of especially the message and capture the 
emotion that is coming from the pastor, then I would not consider IMAG at all. Now, some would say, well, we're going to record the pastor's message anyways. Why don't we go ahead and put it up on the screen? Well, you know, that's a good question. And I just feel that if I'm shooting something for DVD or internet broadcast, I'm probably going to shoot it a lot differently than how I'm going to shoot it if I'm going to shoot it for iMag. In most cases, when you shoot for iMag, you're pretty much limited to maybe a knees up shot or in the case of my room, a waist-up shot of the pastor. And that's uh, really close. It really doesn't give the um, audience members that might be viewing from the internet or outside of the room or on DVD a perspective of what's going on in the room. They kind of feel like they're in a little box and they don't know what direction they're facing or where things are going. And it really kind of limits you to one particular type of shot that doesn't really work as well in a more broadcast video nature. So if you have the opportunity to not run iMag, you can be much more flexible with your video shots, use head-to-toe shots, um, which can be really handy when the pastor's doing illustration. You can give the video a little bit of room. You can take uh, wider shots occasionally, establishing shots that show what's going on at the room in the time. And also you can, depending on your audience and their reaction with the pastor, you can also take audience shots. And it's kind of uh, not, it's kind of taboo to show the audience on the screen. It kind of makes people feel uncomfortable in the room. So the flexibility of shooting without iMag is definitely better for DVD video or for internet video. Now, as you get into iMag, the discussion usually comes up as to whether you should iMag worship or not. This is a much larger discussion than whether to do it for the pastor. Pastor usually is determined by the size of the room and it's fairly cut and dry. It becomes much more complex when you talk about worship because during a good part of our worship, usually the focus should not be on the people on the stage. It should be more focused on your worship with our Lord and Savior. Because of that, I tend to look at the songs And when I kind of feel the mood shifting, or when I feel that the mood is going to shift in the worship service, I will usually plan on switching to a full screen graphic on these, on the iMag screens and allow the worshiper to get more involved with a, with vertical worship and remove the focus from those that are on stage. And I usually, once I try and make that switch, I usually try and stay there. And this even includes the prayer time at the end of maybe a worship set. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, directors or things that because it's just one person talking, they want to pop that back up on the screen. But if you think about it, when you, even when you're in that point during the service, really the focus should still be on um, you and this time of prayer um, and keeping that focus. So I really don't like to switch in and out of, iMag to full screen graphics um, during that time when we should be in vertical worship. Also, you have to consider your audience and the type of audience that's in the room. For example, we do a tradition service, and in that service, I tend to run iMag all of the time. It's what they're used to, it's what they expect, and it just seems to kind of fit the type of presentation that we're doing during those services. Also, if your service is more 
um, non-believer, uh, new to church, um, type of a presentation, or that's your focus of what your worship service is about, you might also consider using iMag more than not. Um, I think it tends to make those that are in the room more comfortable and maybe, you know, in those situations, as you would change the mood of the room, maybe in a more, you know, seeker oriented service, you might keep the lights up a little more and your worship might you know, be a little more upbeat. In those cases, I would probably run more iMag. So if one of my services was really geared for the unchurched, I probably would run a considerable amount more iMag than what I do in a service that's uh, really intended to be driven more towards vertical worship. We also call those uh, people on stage worship leaders. And to me, this means occasionally and, and during parts of services that it is good to go ahead and show them on the screens and allow them to be seen as they worship because they are examples for those people in the audience of how to worship and are teaching worship from the stage as they lead uh, out in the worship environment. Dance and drama can be two other elements of worship services that can be difficult choices when it comes to IMAG. But we're about out of time for today's podcast. We'll have to save that for another episode. Thank you for listening to Church Grip. You can find the Church Grip podcast at churchgrip.com. We are also on the Tech Arts Network at techartsnetwork.com. I'd love to hear your comments or thoughts on any topic that we've discussed, either in this week's podcast or previous podcasts. Head on over to the website or to techartsnetwork.com and go ahead and leave us a comment. You can also uh, start a conversation on Twitter. I am at OSSMac. You can also give us a review over at the iTunes store. Just search for Church Grip. You can also subscribe to the podcast there. Thank you and have a great week. Thank you.